Welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. Well, good day. We have a first for us today on the Patients Come First podcast. We're actually interviewing two guests in one episode, which is a little bit different from our normal interview format, where it's more of a one-on-one conversation. And with us today are two exceptional women, Lauren Granfield and Tasha Broadhurst, who are from Augusta Health Nutrition Services. Thank you for joining us, ladies. Thank you for having us. In a moment, we're going to talk about the sometimes unheralded but really important work our guests do. But first, let's introduce them to the listeners. Tasha, if you would, just please tell us about yourself. My name is Tasha Bodhurst. I live in Waynesboro, Virginia. I have three kids, Diamond, Malik, and CJ. I'm married to Cedric Bodhurst. I have a lovely doll named Venus. And I work for Augusta Health, and I am patient access. And what about you, Lauren? Uh, my name is Lauren Granfield. I live in Stanton, Virginia. I have two kids and a lovely dog as well named Sassy. I work for Augusta Health and Nutrition Services, and my professional background is culinary, although the bulk of my work has been in restaurant and hotel food service. So this is a little bit different for me. Okay. Tasha, I think you said you had three children. How, how old are your children? Well, I have a 27-year-old, 19-year-old, and a 16-year-old. Okay, so older children at this point. And, and what about you, Lauren? You have two children. What are their I ages? I have two. I have a 13-year-old son and an 11-year-old daughter. So let's talk a little bit about the nutrition services work at Augusta Health. Augusta Health, as, as many folks know, but for our listeners who don't, is an independent health system located in Fishersville in the Shenandoah Valley. And nutrition, as we all know, really involves feeding people things that nourish and sustain them and hopefully promote good health. Now, we all like to eat. I certainly know I do. And, uh, and for patients who are hospitalized, serving the proper food can be critical in their recovery. And, and I imagine it can also be comforting for someone who may have just undergone uh, an intensive procedure. If you would, and we'll start with you, Lauren, please just tell us a bit about your roles in nutrition service at Augusta Health and why food is so important to helping hospital patients. Food is important. I think it's a twofold answer. Number one, we all know how, I mean, critical is not even the right word, proper food nutrition is to our bodies and sustaining life. But for me, I see it also as, you know, the number one morale booster. And so for our patients here, a lot of them, they may hear bad news or expensive news or something like that. But one thing that we hope will bring a, you know, smile or a lighter part to their day will be, you know, good food service. So that's what we strive to do, both to follow the diet prescription that's put into effect by their physician or the dietitians here at the hospital, but also to make it delicious and visually appealing to perk up, you know, someone's day. And Tasha, same question for you. Mine is more interacting with the patients, the ones that can and open up their food. Like I usually go in there and get the tray set up for them by cutting up their food for them, open up the juice, milk, things like that. And I imagine for patients that perhaps have difficulty with that, uh, that's, that's so important, just being able to have someone help them access their food. Is that correct? Yes, and I always ask them about their day and stuff. And what kinds of uh, responses do you get from folks when you have that interaction with them? Oh, they always say, we're doing good or I'm not doing good today and stuff like that. We just talk about some of everything. Then they just open up to me. (laughs) 
Well, it's clear that you are both very committed to what you do. I know, Lauren, you mentioned that your background is in the culinary field. I'd like to find out how you how you both came to be at Augusta Health, and then also just sort of a little bit more about what a typical day in your work life is. I'll start with how I came to Augusta Health. I had actually taken a 10-plus year hiatus from food service when I uh, had my children. I stayed home with them and educated them at home. And when I started at Augusta Health, it was a part-time job. And I just kind of wanted to try something different. I did not realize how rewarding I would find institutional slash hospital work as opposed to independent restaurant or hotel work. It's an entirely different ball game, so to speak. So I am now full-time employed with Augusta Health, which is, is working out great for me personally. A typical day for me, depending on which station I'm working, would just include basic opening, setting up, putting together, you know, whatever needs to be done to operate that station for the day. And that could be uh, getting set up to take patient orders for their meals for the day. It could be actual food prep for getting uh, their trays put together to actually serve the food, or it could be getting prepared to deliver the food to the patient. So as I said, you know, our department handles uh, every facet of, of that, and it depends on what station I'm working at that particular time. And what our listeners may not know, and but the reason that we're speaking to both of you today, is that both Tasha and Lauren have been recognized by their supervisors for the dedication and professionalism and, and compassion in dealing with patients and their families. Tasha, as I understand, has even been designated one of Augusta Health's rock stars for her performance uh, and really setting a positive example for colleagues and leaving an impression on patients. The work that you both do in helping to feed patients, and I imagine sometimes setting them at ease, is really invaluable. I wonder if you would tell us a little bit about the bonds that you develop with patients and and the enjoyment that brings to them and to you. Tasha, I know you talked about some of the conversations that you've had with patients. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I have a many of stories. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you one of my stories is a couple that I have came real close to and we still keep in touch and I still go see them. But you get close to everyone that's in here. You build a relationship, a bond with everybody by just being polite and nice to them. You know, you can, by just going in the room saying, hello, how are you doing today? Can I help you with anything? That's how you can get a good relationship with a person. Well, it sounds like uh, you've had a lot of really positive personal interaction with folks. Lauren, any thoughts here? Yeah, I will say Tasha is a naturally outgoing, charismatic person, and she just connects with everyone she comes in contact with. It seems to come so easy to her. I am not as outgoing, and it's a little bit harder, but as she said, you can't help but form bonds and relationships with the patients here, no matter how fleeting. A lot of people, particularly elderly, you know, may be lonely or not have an outlet or someone to just listen to them or listen non-judgmentally. So sometimes when you greet a patient with, hello, how are you feeling today? That opens up an entire conversation where you kind of get to know the individual. And it's important for us to remember that we are dealing with individuals here. You know, they're not a case. They're not a number. They're not, you know, an account. They are actual people. They are our friends and family and community. 
Well, it's great to hear that attitude reflected by you both and that approach that you take in in dealing with patients and comforting them. I wonder if you would share with us what kind of dishes and meals that you would serve to patients. I know, Lauren, you talked about food prep uh, as one of the potential stations you'd be involved in, and what dishes tend to be the most popular with patients. I imagine perhaps that differs depending on patients, perhaps age, and maybe even dietary restrictions. It does, but all-time favorites here are our roast turkey with gravy, which is actually an entree that's accepted on most of the diets with the low-sodium gravy. Same with the, uh, our meatloaf with beef gravy. Those are, those are always popular. And the uh, production team here, the cooks and chefs here, work really hard on making tasty, balanced, and nutritious meals, so... Uh, our patients here have a have a lot to choose from, and they are generally satisfied. Well, roast turkey with gravy sounds like Thanksgiving, and yes, who, that's who, right. who, who doesn't enjoy Thanksgiving and, and, and meatloaf? I mean, come on, right? You know, meatloaf should be everybody's favorite. If I have anything to say about it, exactly. <laughs> Lastly, just thinking about your own lives and sort of your experience at Augusta Health, and perhaps how your focus on nutrition may impact the things that that you eat or the the way that you approach uh, your own personal diet and nutrition. Do you have any favorite healthy meals that you might recommend uh, to our listeners or favorite healthy snacks that that are tasty and, and also good for people? My only advice in that arena is to eat a variety of foods. I am a junk food junkie like so many people, but I believe, you know, you can pretty much have some of everything in moderation. You know, you can't live on junk food. You can't live without a vegetable. You can't live on starches alone, you know, although, you know, some of us try. So my main thing is eat a variety of foods, eat what you love, eat what makes you happy, but do it in moderation. Pay attention to the labels, particularly on processed foods, and portion size. I can't stress portion size enough. Food is life, so enjoy it. Words to live by. Thank you very much, both of you, for taking a few moments to be with us today and really for the very powerful and impactful work that you do to make sure that patients at Augusta Health are nourished and well-fed. Uh, because that's certainly very important to their recovery and to their their state of mind and their well-being. So thank you for being with us and for the work you do. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. During this segment of the podcast, we like to share a healthcare story that we've either seen on TV or read in a newspaper or online, something that we found interesting and think that if you have a few moments to look up, it would be worth your while and something you might find interesting as well, particularly if you are interested in healthcare. So Erin is going to join us and share one such story. Erin? Thanks, Julian. A proactive approach to health and wellness can prevent Virginia's residents from needing an emergency hospital visit. Bon Secours Richmond Health System is dedicated to this public health approach. For example, the health system is teaching East End residents in Richmond how to manage chronic conditions through healthy eating and educational programs. Parsley's Kitchen, a program at the Bon Secours Sarah Garland Jones Center for Healthy Living, opened in March this year and offers weekly cooking classes to folks in the area. Brenda Hawkins is a retired East Ender and participates in the classes. She said her high blood pressure has eased since starting the classes, and she hopes young folks will embrace the classes and a healthier lifestyle. Albert Walker, director of Healthy Communities for BSRHS, said, If you get to the hospital, you're already too late. When you take a public health approach, you have to move upstream to the living conditions of where people live, work, and they play. 
Kudos to Bon Secours Richmond Health System for encouraging residents to embrace a healthy lifestyle. To read this story, search online for Bon Secours, Parsley's Kitchen, and WRIC. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Patients Come First podcast. You can find new episodes as they become available at www.vhha.com. You can also find episodes of the podcast on SoundCloud. We also encourage you to engage with us on social media, including Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to send us comments, questions, or feedback for the podcast, you can do that through our Twitter account at VirginiaHHA using the hashtag Patients Come First. Thanks. Thanks.